We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down. As long as we are confident and you know, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning, everyone. It's Halloween. It's Magoween. Out of control household. Husband not quite full size. <laughs> Such failure to behold. She's got any monster eyes. Her children's stories will bore you. Eyebrows that will entice. She'll never live in the White House. She's got any monster eyes. She'll berate you, then she'll hate you. Say DeSantis right or she'll castrate you. She fakes enjoying things. Iowa's annoying her husband's campaign. She's destroying. They're not who they Advertise Casey's got Eddie Monster Eyes. This is great. California. It's Halloween. <laughs> Another great one by California. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good MAGA morning. What's up, Rocket? AP Unfiltered? What's happening? I, uh, had the day off yesterday. Well, not really, but day off from here. I had a, uh, the weather was horrible. Not raining, but I was at a golf outing with the, doing cigar company stuff. But anyway, back, Halloween just kind of snuck up on me. And all of a sudden, boom, it's here. I, I can't believe that this month is come and gone already. It's wild. It's uh, tomorrow's November. And, he, and here we go. And we got a bunch of stuff going on. <clears throat> I am fighting something my daughter was sick over the weekend of course she's miraculously better on halloween when she gets to put her costume on and go to school and trick-or-treating later but me i'm uh i feel like there's people walking around my throat with sandpaper on their feet but that's right best day of the year only 13 days till my birthday what are you 15 years old ap unfiltered you count down the days to your birthday i dread my birthday i'm in june i'm like oh my birthday's coming. Yeah, let's let's forget about my birthday. That's where I'm at now. 
I don't want to know about my birthday. What do you want for your birthday? Nothing. Just, I, don't want, I don't want to do anything. I don't want cake. I'm over it. Save it for the kids. But So in 13 days, we'll berate AP Unfiltered for his birthday. Completely just make fun of you and berate you. Yeah, it won't, it won't be good for you. <laughs> How old are you going to be? 58. No. <laughs> and he still celebrates his birthday. I get you. Every, you could celebrate your birthday. It's not that I don't want to celebrate. I just don't like a big deal. I don't make a big deal out of birthdays. Anyway, hit the like. Hit the thumbs up. Good morning, everybody in the chat. I see people bouncing in. And uh, <clears throat> there won't be any We The People radio tonight. It's Halloween, and we'll all be doing stuff with the kid and uh, other things. But I actually will be covering for... Uh, I'll be on Steak for Breakfast podcast today, covering for Noah for the news. I'll be on there with Roan. I think we have, uh, I think Rick Grinnell, I think Corey Mills, and somebody else. I don't have the guest list in front of me, but uh, that should be a pretty cool show later, and that'll drop later this evening. If you're not following Steak for Breakfast on social media, you should be. They're great over there. I, uh, up here every so often and they'll be it's audio only so spotify apple iHeartRadio, stuff like that so i'll be there today they drop every tuesday and friday they drop episodes not live like here pre-recorded you know people listen on the way to work and all that stuff so but they're great huge show and uh i love those guys over there so that'll be today all right i need another cup of sip of coffee i'm, I'm trying to acclimate myself it's been it's been a wild couple of days All right. Good morning, fine people. Justine, Lauren. Cool. All right. We got some stuff to cover. We're going to do some hollow memes, too. Some of the memers had made some Halloween-themed memes, and we're going to check out a couple today during the show that I have queued up. But first, the ultimate, what is Halloween? What is Halloween without sniff or treat at the White House? Not trick-or-treat. But sniff or treat, or both. You get a treat, you get a sniff. The corpse that lives in the White House. Tales from the crypt, Joey Biden. Joey Basements. Hogs in the chat. Gulfstream's in the chat. We got sniff or treat. Joe Biden sniffs baby at the White House. <laughs> Why are people bringing their kids near this guy? Why? After all of the things that have surfaced about this guy, like sniffing kids, touching kids, weirdly caressing their heads and kissing his grandkids on the older grandkids on the mouth, just weird. Why on earth would you bring your kids like, ah, this old man smells like desperation and mothballs or smells like... Oh, Ben Gay. You think Joe, what do you think Joe Joe up close smells like? Like when he's up on you. You think he wears like a certain type of cologne to just mask all of the decomposition that's going on under that suit. <laughs> uh, so Joe and Dr. Jill, the wet nurse on Monday, hosted a local public school children and military connected kids. For a Halloween party at the South Portico of the White House. Hmm. All right. 
Dr. Jill told the children she was dressed as her cat, Willow. She, according to the Gateway Pundit, she looked more like a rat. Oh, wow. That's supposed to be a cat? You don't look like a cat. I guess their cat, Willow, was what? A gray cat? Very specific smell. The smell of death. Yes, I've smelled that many, many times as a paramedic. <clears throat> it's a smell you cannot describe. Excuse me. Like I said, my, my throat's all acting up. I've been uh, fighting something over the weekend. Look at this. She doesn't look like a cat. Are those supposed to be cat ears? Her nose is painted black. Nobody dresses like a cat for Halloween unless it's a black cat. So if you're supposed, you have this weird color, whether it's beige or gray from the picture, furry cuffs, and whatever that's supposed to be on her head and a black nose. Like to me, I'd be like, oh, what are you? What are you, a rat? What are you, a hamster? Are you a mouse? Like, what are you? Oh, I'm a cat. You know, if, you, if you're dressing up as a cat for Halloween, it's a black cat. Otherwise, no one's going to know what the hell you are. Anyway, Biden was overly excited as he handed out candy to the children. He just couldn't help himself. <laughs> he had to sniff a baby. He might have been hungry. Sniff or treat. Smell my kid. Ugh. Anyway, here. I'm going to torture you all and make you watch Joey Bag of Donuts sniff a kid. <laughs> Look. Hurry, come here. The Adams family's playing. Or is that the monsters? Look, look, let me sniff. Come here. Let me nibble that ear. Kid's like, give me the candy, you old fuck. Oh, my God, Mom, it smells like... Oh, hold on. I can't believe the, the Eddie Munster theme is, is playing, right? That, that's, the, that's the monsters. Casey, Casey DeSantis must be around somewhere with her Eddie Munster eyebrows. Look. Oh, get, get away from this guy. Oh, it'd be great if that kid just picked its nose and wiped it on him. And like, as it wiped it on him, just mushed through his ball chin mask that he's wearing. Like, mom, my finger's stuck. And, and, jo and Joey Baseman's ball chin. I can't get, I can't get my thumb out of his ball chin. Oh, keep your kids away from this guy, please. <sighs> yeah, it's creepy. Why, why, why does Joe Biden always do this with kids? I really, remember there was a few times he said, I really like babies. Everyone talks about the smell of babies. It's weird, all right. What do they smell like? They smell like fucking soap and baby powder. Go get yourself some soap. Go get yourself some baby powder. What is this whole thing? The scent of a baby. You sound like a fucking freak when you say that. I don't care who you are. The scent of a baby. It's just weird. I don't know. Am I overthinking it? They look like candy cigarettes. No, they're actually, they're candy COVID vaccine syringes. I heard that they were doing jello shots out of COVID vaccine syringes, but they were all, they all had the, the, uh, the vaccine inside of it. Jello shots on the South Lawn. COVID, COVID vaccine jello shots. Uh, I don't understand why he always does this. And then here, again, over the summer, Biden walked over to a group of people on the tarmac as he prepared to leave Finland, coming back to the United States, unfortunately. 
and he went on a sniffing extravaganza and rubbed a young girl's face before leaving Finland. Biden immediately bent down to sniff the children. <laughs> can't believe we're talking about this. That this is actually happening. Behind the fencing, he nibbled the little girl's arm before sniffing her hair. The child was terrified. This is not normal behavior. Is it, though? President Biden currently en route Look. to Washington at this moment. <laughs> but this was him wrapping up doing? today's meeting with Nordic leaders, as you saw it here just moments ago. The president departing Helsinki, this, Finland, and thanking folks there. This stupid bitch is going to pull out a phone and, and, and record the crypt keeper chewing and sniffing her baby. Come on, man. As he exited on, to Air Force look, One, he capped off got really a critical European trip this week, stressing unity among the NATO alliance. Uh, I don't care. It's horrible. It's horrible. He's so he's so fucking creepy. It's so bad. It, it, it's so bad. Sniffer treat. This is this is what they're doing. And and it's it's okay. Don't you think, like, the first lady, at least his wife would say, she can't be as, as, as sick as he is. It's like she just knows. Now, yeah, my husband's just whacked out of his socks because he's so old. It's like, Joe, keep your face away from strangers' children. You know, like, I, all right, you're the pre. I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I don't care who it is. I wouldn't let... You want to hold the baby, for, but if you have this whole like history, and it's it's this stigma in the media that you're you're constantly shoving your nose on babies and like the whole nibble. It's so it not don't do that to my kid. Would you walk up to a stranger's kid and start sniffing it and like on its arm like you're a fucking dog? It's weird. His parents should be in prison. At least, at least, like, comprehensive parenting classes or something. I don't know. Uh, good morning, Buck Fiden. Glad you haven't been, um, Clinton's yet. <laughs> yeah, Joe Biden, he doesn't know who anyone is. He, he can't, you know, whether it's names, confusing who for who, he doesn't know. He doesn't know what direction he's walking in. He has no idea. But that doesn't stop him from doing some really fucked up things and his regime doing really fucked up things. Like, all right, Donald Trump talks about it all the time. You know, they have the N-word. The other N-word they don't like anybody speaking about. You know, nuke, nuclear bombs. Nobody wants to talk about that, which I get because things are so hairy overseas and we have all of these nuclear powers fighting with each other and who knows who's stable, who's not stable. You got Putin, you got... Uh, who knows what the rocket man has. I'm not convinced that Iran does not have a nuclear warhead. I think they have several. They're just playing stupid because they're the world's manipulators. Uh, Israel, every, everybody's got nukes. It's like everybody has AIDS. Everybody's got nukes. And I, uh, you know what Joe Biden spoke about, leaked that we were low on ammo that the U that Ukraine needs, that we we can't give them what they need because we're low on it. Where I just feel like we're showing our hand, especially now with all of these conflicts and wars going on. 
is we're showing our hand of how weak we really are. And then he goes and he's antagonizing people. It, it just, none of it makes sense. And then you have here, here, World War Three watch. Biden regime announces new nuclear weapon, more, and more than 20 times more powerful than the one dropped on Hiroshima. And this comes just days after China announces they are doubling nuclear warheads by 2030. It is known China wants to be the world power. They want to dominate. There is no friendly, uh, you know, there's no partnership here. There's no friendly competition. It's hardcore, ruthless competition to become the superpower of the world. And that's what China wants. And they will stop at nothing to get there. They will invest. They may not have the most advanced technology and toys we do. But they're trying very hard to become a stronger, larger military than we are. I believe their Navy is already larger than ours. And the way they're pumping out naval ships. <laughs> Granted, they're not as good as ours. But then you have, when we left all of that weaponry and technology and vehicles over in Afghanistan, they were putting them on car carriers, the Taliban, or whatever, planes and sending them over to China, whether they were running or not. So China can look at them, study them and replicate our technologies. Literally that happens on the smallest scale of things, the smallest scale of things. If you sell something on Amazon that you make, someone, this, this happened to a friend of mine, completely off, like off topic, but not, <clears throat> he, he, he's a leather maker and he, he, he makes things handcrafted out of American leather, right? He had somebody from China order it, one thing. And he knew right off the bat that this guy who the, the, the price of the leather product was like $50 to ship it was over 200 and the guy did it because he knew that that guy was going to replicate it and, and sell the same thing. It was a cigar holder, actually, a leather cigar holder and sell it for a fraction of what he sells it for online. And then not only did he pay the $200 to, to, to ship it, it was just under $200, he then returned it. The guy in China didn't even keep it. He returned it. And that showed right there, oh, this guy's just looking to, to replicate it. They're doing the same thing with our technology. They've been doing it forever. And with all of those... All of that, again, weaponry and technology left in Afghanistan, it ends up in China's hands through the Taliban, who now had it, has it, and had it. Whatever they, here you go, we'll take one of each so we could try to replicate it. That's what, that's what they're doing. We all sat around for a month or two watching the goofy-ass Ukraine war, right? I wasn't watching any of it. I wasn't watching any of it. I will not distract myself with what's going on over there. I don't care what's going on over there. I don't care what bombs are going off or who's bombing who. Same thing in Israel and the Middle East. I care about what we're doing here and what we're doing there. I don't care about anybody else. They could bomb each other to fucking oblivion for all I care. I don't care. I'm more worried about what are we doing here with these savages running around the streets wanting to hunt people because of their religious ideologies on college campuses, airports, and our streets, and the, and the Iranians and Syrians and 
all these other terrorist cells, unvetted people that possibly are terrorist cells, most likely a lot of them are, are coming into our country through an open border. Why would, back to this, as the president of the United States, why would you, why would you announce that we're working on a nuclear weapon that's more than 20 times powerful than the one we dropped on Hiroshima? And again, is it we're, we're peacocking to China because they said they wanted to double the nuclear warheads, their nuclear warheads by 2030? Go ahead. I'm glad you told us that. I'm glad you said that. If it's legit intelligence, fine. If they're just saying it to see if they can get a rise out of us, fine, which maybe they did here. Why are we telling the world what we're working on as far as weapons technologies? I, if I'm sorry, but if I was the president and I knew we were working on a new nuclear weapon, the mother of all nuclear weapons, I'm not telling anyone. I'm not telling the world. I'm, I'm not telling our enemies who are all domestic terrorists because we support Donald Trump and wear MAGA hats. Absolutely. So the Biden regime on Monday announced plans to develop a nuclear weapon 20 times more destructive than the one President Harry Truman ordered dropped on Hiroshima in 1945. This comes just days. It was revealed China planned to double its nuclear warheads by 2030. China currently possesses at least 500 nuclear warheads, so doubling its arsenal would mean more than 1,000. How do we know truly how many do they have? How do we know truly how many that anybody has? Why? Because we have inspectors there, nuclear programs. Are they showing us everything? I love how, you know, they're so, they're so confident on the number. Wouldn't surprise me if China has 1,000 already. Sadly, Joe Biden is no Truman, so the thought of him getting America into a nuclear arms race and potential war with China is scary to say the least. Right. So I guess you could say, oh, we're in a nuclear arms race because China wants a thousand nukes by 2030. And here we are going into 2024. Now, oh, we're going to make we're going to make a nuke that's more powerful than what we've dropped on uh, Hiroshima back in the 40s. To make matters worse, this announcement also comes as Russia was largely expected to announce it was pulling out of the 1966 Comprehensive Nuclear Test Ban Treaty, as Fox News reported. This was designed to ban nuclear explosions anywhere in the world, though it was never ratified by China, India, Pakistan, North Korea, Israel, Iran, and Egypt. Hmm. Assistant Secretary of Defense for Space Policy, John Plum said in a press release that the regime is seeking congressional approval and funding to pursue a modern variant of the B-61 nuclear gravity bomb, which will be designated the B-6113. Listen, the whole nuke thing is like, it's, in some cases, depending on who you're speaking with, it's like speaking about abortion. It's, well, everyone should just get rid of their nuclear weapons and dismantle them and abandon their nuclear program, or it's, no, we need more nukes. I don't fault for anybody for saying, hey, I don't think anybody should have nukes because of the devastation of the world. That that could happen if the wrong people are, are slamming on those buttons. 
20 times more destructive destructive than the Biden presidency. I'm not sure there's a nuclear bomb out there that could be more destructive than the Biden presidency to a, to our country. But it's it's very concerning because now everyone's going to be oh got to got to start funding and investing and and building more nukes and building more nukes and what's this country doing and what's that country doing? That's all intelligence agencies' job is to figure out who's got what, who's doing what. I get it. Why? I just, why are we telling people what we're doing? I know North Korea, they do their whole parade of of warheads and military power to show the people how strong our military is. We should be doing more of that without releasing our national secrets about what's actually in our arsenal so people aren't seeing it. We might have it, we might not. You want to fuck around and find out? That is on you. And people have, and they have found out. Why we have to mention things like we're running low on a certain ammo and things like that, it it drives me up a wall. Why are we reporting, and it's not even true, this goes back, what, a week ago we spoke about this? Why are we reporting both mainstream media and uh, decentralized media like large, you know, smaller platforms, larger, smaller platforms, that 70% of our military is obese and overweight when it's a complete lie, when they're basing it off of old BMI charts and graphs that are obsolete and wrong. Why are we projecting to the world and our adversaries who are paying attention to every story that has to do with our government and our military, why are we telling them that 70% of our military is obese? or overweight, our active military. Why would we do that? True or not, and it's not true. Why would we do that? Yeah, we. you're right. We can't bully anyone now. And we should be able to, at a drop of a hat, be the world's bully. They all want to be the world police. They all want us to, you know, America's the world police. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather be the world bully like Donald Trump when he says, no, no, Putin, you're, you're not going to do anything with Ukraine or I'm going to blow up the Kremlin. I'm not going to go start bombing Russian cities and military installations. I'm just going to come and blow up the Kremlin. You know, when he tells Rocket Man in North Korea that my button is bigger and it actually works, that's, that's peace through strength and sometimes peace through fear. You want people to love you? When you're in a, in, in a certain level of power, you also want people to fear you. Like, what is this guy capable of doing and what can he do and what will he do if we do this or we do this? We always protect everyone. <clears throat> I don't mind being the world's bully. I want everyone to realize that we're the strongest and if you fuck around, you will find out. Every country has the right to defend themselves. I'll give them that. But you're not going to push us around. No, not at all. And I think showing them the hand, our hand of what we're doing, I think makes us weaker. Whether it's you want to bluff people 
and, and you know, whatever, whatever tactics they're going to use in intelligence or military, fine, but something like this, this, now you're going to see, unless this dies and they let it die, but it, I think the damage is already done. You're going to, you're going to start to see people, more people talking about this on every angle and this nuclear arms race possibly could ramp up. <laughs> they're all, they're all retarded. Uh, yeah, they said the the bomb will have a maximum yield of 360 kilotons. This is 24 times more mighty than the bomb that was dropped dropped on Hiroshima, which was roughly 15 kilotons. It shouldn't be a. You know, we obviously know we build our arsenal all the time and working on different technologies, whether we have the nukes or not. Why, just why are we broadcasting it? You know, I, me, I would love it. I love it if nobody had nukes and we didn't have to worry about. You know, well, if the wrong person is in power in this country and they're going after this country, that they're going to be using some sort of nuke, large or small, and just pop off a full scale apocalyptic Armageddon. I don't go to bed scared about that. I go to bed concerned about what our government is doing to make us look like world stage fucking clowns. That's that's what I'm mostly concerned about, especially with the regime that we have. This is Biden's weak ass attempt to bully without actually being a bully. This isn't even being a bully. Oh, we're building a really big nuke that's, you know, a lot more powerful than what we dropped on you fucks back in 45. It's not, it's not being a bully. Not telling them what we're, what we're building. Being a bully, putting people in their places. If like, I, I like Donald Trump's plays. I, I, you know, if you're going to do this, you're going to suffer the consequences. What are the consequences? I'm going to, I'm going to blow you. I'm going to blow you up. I'm just, it's not telling you with what and how I'm going to do it. But you're you're most likely going to be dead. You know, it's it is it is what it is. 4 years we went without any war started. Donald Trump was supposed to be the creator and the start of World War 3. He was supposed to launch us into World War 3 because he was so unpresidential, he was so brazen and uh, dangerous. <laughs> Goat fuckers have hypersonics and we don't. Yeah, everything is crazy. And realize that all of the, all, not all, but a lot of weapons that were being sent to Ukraine through Poland are missing and stolen and end up on the black market. And you're hearing more and more that the weapons that uh, Hamas is using, that they, all the, the videos that we saw with them with American issued weapons that most of those weapons may not be from what we left in Afghanistan that the Taliban have their hands on. Those weapons may very well be weapons that were sent to Ukraine that were intercepted and stolen and ended up on the black market by obviously dark, nefarious, evil terrorist sources. So, 
you know, of course we fund both sides of everything. And why don't they want an inspector general going through the money for Ukraine? Well, the funding for Ukraine, obviously, because it's all funneling back to uh, uniparty campaigns one way or another, or conflicts, funding conflicts and arming people for conflicts so that our military industrial complex is getting more government contracts and making more money and billions of dollars so they can donate to uniparty members, both Republicans and Democrats, and just keep the cycle going. This makes Iran-Contra look like a joke. Yeah, I would agree with that. <clears throat> yeah, I think all the weapons that, that, or at least a majority of them that Hamas used is using for this is religious war whatever the fuck they're calling it today is weapons that we sent to ukraine in the past year and have ended up in their hands because it was they went missing they went missing and here and now we just want to brag and talk about you know we're gonna we're making a new nuclear weapon that's 20 times more powerful than the hiroshima nuke I just why we're broadcasting that is 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 just beyond comprehension to me. It's weird. Fast and furious on a much larger scale. Yeah, the weapons trade is big. The corruption is big. It's wild. Hey, listen, it's Halloween, people. I hope you're going out trick-or-treating today. I hope you are. I, I like I said, I, I pulled a couple of my favorite hollow memes that uh, the members of the Dilly meme team put together. This one actually um, uh, comes from, we're going to watch it, Lauren Eve. She's always, she's always doing great stuff. Lauren Eve also did the new intro for our Freedom Friday show, uh, Friday nights, but <laughs> I think these are so we'll great. Re-election. She's so creepy. And inflation's coming down. Take-home pay for workers has gone up for the past several months. We got more to do, but I'm telling you, the Biden economic plan is working. We're announcing new assistance, totaling more than one billion dollars in this common effort. That includes $665.5 million in new military and civilian security assistance. Uh, in total, we committed over $43 billion in assistance, security assistance since the beginning of the Russian aggression. We did it. We did it, Joe. So creepy. <laughs> we have to cut the carbon pollution that's driving the climate crisis, and that's what the Inflation Reduction Act is all about. Lucky 13. Lucky 13. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of sick. It's that, that whole meme like perfectly describes the whole Biden regime, that hollow meme. Yeah. What? I hate the trick-or-treaters that come and bang on the door. Typically, when at home for Halloween, we'll go out with the with our kid and, and trick-or-treat for a while and then come home late enough where they 
they stop banging on the door. My dog goes crazy. So what we've been doing the last couple of years, I got to do that today, is put out a big bowl of candy. I don't give a shit if they put the, take the whole fucking thing. I'm actually going to put a sign up, I think, because I have cameras all over my house. Take one. We're watching you and no way you sleep. <laughs> Maybe the little kids will only take one candy then. We don't get a lot of big kids in our neighborhood, but oh, AP Unfiltered, you don't, you don't have kids yet? Oh, wait, wait, just wait, just wait. I heard that. Troy is out of his uh, solitary confinement, which we had said, when you go into federal prison, they're going to isolate you because they want to they check you out. It's like it's policy. They want to see, you know, what your behavior is like and if they have to do anything. So I didn't hear the audio statement that he put out, but that's good that he's out of solitary. And then listen. Time's going to go by quick. You went in the 24th, right? It's it's Halloween already. Next thing you know, it'll be November. So what is he? Is he going to come out right after Christmas, or are they going to release him before? Right, like, almost. He went in the 24th, so is he going to come out December 24th? Did they have a release date yet, Buck fighting on him for his 60 days? I wonder if they have a release date on Owen Schroyer. Uh, Find out when his release date is. To, they may not have it set in stone yet, but uh, they should soon. The day before like Christmas Eve he's coming out, or the 23rd. Be a nice Christmas present. Hey, bitches, I'm out. Merry fucking Christmas. Christmas Eve, he's, he's, that's his official release date? That's wild. It typically, I don't know if how, fe- how the feds do it. What day is Christmas Eve? Is it during the week or is it a weekend this year? I haven't I haven't looked. It's typically jails and prisons if it's if it's um like if you're supposed to get out on a certain date, but that date falls on a Monday or that date is after the weekend, they actually release you the Friday before if they don't do releases on the weekend. It depends on where you are. All right. <clears throat> Where am I up to? Here we go. So I, I saw this. It's technically the day before. Oh, okay. 24th. Oh, so the 24th is a Sunday. So I don't know how the feds do it. If the 24th is on a Sunday, they, they probably don't release on Sundays. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking for local jails here. Again, I don't know how the feds do it. So then the Friday before they may release him. So he may get out, well, that would be like the 22nd. They may release him on the Friday. Because on Christmas, they're not doing releases or intakes on Christmas in federal prison. And I would, I would imagine they're not going to do it on a Sunday. And they can't keep you, if it is in fact your official release date is the 24th, they can't keep you over your time. So he may get out on that Friday. If Christmas is on a Monday and Christmas Eve is on a Sunday, he may get out the Friday, which would be good for him. I hope, I hope that's the case. I really do. Listen, if you haven't yet, leave a comment so they live forever. Comment something. Hit the like button. Hit the thumbs up. Hit the follow. Make sure you're following. Uh, sometimes I noticed I actually uh, I got unfollowed from a couple pages over the weekend. I noticed I had to go back and follow them. So make sure you haven't gotten unfollowed um, and that the follow button is is uh, is hit. Hit the like, hit the thumbs up, and throw something 
in the comments. So it lives there forever, and it helps the uh, Rumble algorithm. All right, this was interesting. All right, so listen, the, whether you're whether you're for it or against it, there's no way we're never not going to fund Israel. It's a fact. It's just we have to live with it. It's not Ukraine. It's there. Israel's never going away as our ally in the Middle East. It's just not. So the more you want to kick your feet about it, the more you want to bang your head against the wall, it's fucking useless because it doesn't matter. Israel's always going to get what Israel gets. They get $3.6 billion from us five years on auto pay. And they're not asking us for any additional money. They're not, but we're looking to give them more money and aid for whatever it is. But now look at this. House Republicans... If we're going to give the money, we got to pull the money from somewhere, right? This does make sense. I don't like it because I'd rather that money stay here, especially when Israel's not asking for $10 billion or whatever it is. I think it's $10 billion to Israel. They want $60 billion to Ukraine. It's just going to end up in Joey Basement's bank account, at least 10% of it, and uh, $30 billion for Taiwan, which is completely ridiculous. House Republicans announced plan to pay for Israel emergency fund with money previously allocated to the IRS. Now, why I like that part of it is I don't want our IRS to get any of any more funding than what they already get. I'd love for the IRS to completely be torn apart and uh, obliterated because I think taxes or, or what we're paying in taxes is completely ridiculous. And what they're doing with our tax money is beyond you can't fathom it. It's so disgusting. But Republican lawmakers proposed legislation on Monday to fund U.S. ally Israel in its war on Hamas. The legislation called the Israel Security Supplemental Appropriations Act of 2024. The proposed legislation will pay for the $14.3 billion Israel war fund with $14.3 billion from IRS funding in the Inflation Reduction Act passed by the Democrats. So this is one of those fuck you to Democrats. We want to take the money that you guys voted to fund the IRS with, you know, for those special agents that want to come and bang down your door for their tax money and use it for the Israel Security Supplemental Appropriations Act. Is it a win-win proposition? I mean, we're not not going to fund Israel. Again, there's nothing where there's nothing that's going to stop that. We, Democrats will reject the plan because they know, again, the IRS is a major tool that can be used and weaponized to target conservative Americans, businesses, citizens, and whatever else it is. Someone banned Sophie 89. I don't give a shit about soundproof curtains and, and the and the the links you just dropped in the chat. Sophie 89. You can fuck right off. AP unfiltered. Banned Sophie 89. Get the hell out of here with your soundproof curtains. Give me a break. Unbelievable. So who wants to buy soundproof curtains in a rumble chat? This is how stupid people are. Yeah, get rid of that cunt. It's probably some bug-eater cave dweller in a cubicle in 
wacky packy land. You buy you buy soundproof curtains. Fuck you. Call me whatever you want. <laughs> that link, <clears throat> that link probably goes directly to like datacavedweller.com or something like that. Data <laughs> data goatfucker.com. <laughs> you know what it is? I'm not looking at the direct rumble chat. I'm looking at through my OBS where I have the, the, the chat on, but it, it'll show banned on the actual rumble itself. Anyway, is this a win-win proposition? We're going to fund Israel no matter what. No matter what, it, it's it's there. Where I like to see that the money's coming from the IRS that they're going to use to come after us. So I I don't like that we're funding Israel, that extra money that they're not even asking for, but I do like that that money from the IRS could be taken. But again, are they going to get it passed? Most likely not. But this is just something, hey, you guys want to fund Israel? We don't have the money. We can't just keep turning the printers on printing money because we don't have it. The money has to come from somewhere. Where's the money going to come from? Well, you wanted to fund the IRS $14.3 billion to hire 87,000 IRS agents and ammo and guns and make them all, you know, the the tax police because that's what we need. We need more of that in America. No, fuck them. Send it over to Israel. We're not, we're not going to fund the IRS anymore. Any more than what they're already funded, which should be zero anyway. So this is a tweet from, who was this tweet from? Jake Sherman. I don't know who Jake Sherman is. Oh, Punchbowl News. Okay. Uh, House Republicans, Israel aid bill is out. It offsets $14.3 billion in Israel aid with fourteen point. $3 billion in cuts to IRS from the Inflation Reduction Act. This offset will never, never, ever fly. Of course, it won't. Dems will reject it um, immediately. But I, I, think it's, I think it's a step to show that the Democrats said, hey, this funding is ridiculous. We should not be giving Ukraine a single red cent ever again. I think a more of an investigation is needed on what the is going on with the weapons going over to Ukraine and where they ended up. We need an inspector general to go through and maybe uh, order an audit of all of the money we've sent to Ukraine. I mean, again, Ukraine was was firing defense ministers for embezzling millions and millions of dollars. Where is all the money going? Who's getting it? Where is it going? Why? is it so hard to get people to agree that we want accountability of the money that we're giving to this foreign nation? Because they all know that it's corrupt, that it's fake, that money's going into this area and this area, and it's being funneled and laundered all over the world, back into campaigns, back into super PACs, back into you know special interest organizations. They're all hand in hand, they're all the same. You know what? Let's at least throw curveballs to the Democrats. Is it going to go through? No. It's not going to go through. It's just it's just they want their funding the way they want it, and they're going to do anything they can to get it through. And Republicans, there are so many gutless Republicans, and this is where the pressure comes on, and we have to keep the pressure on these Republicans on, hey, you cannot vote for fun. If they can manage to get 
the bills separated. I don't know if that's happened yet or if they're working on that. I believe they're, they're off until Wednesday. I think they come back either Wednesday or Thursday. We got to pay attention because if they're, if they're successful in, in splitting apart these funding bills, these Republicans better vote no on Ukraine. Enough, enough is enough, not $60 billion more. Well, I got, I like that idea, Hog. That's the best idea yet. Just send the 87,000 IRS agents over there to fight. We should have to deploy federal agents to fight foreign wars because military recruitment is at, at an all-time low. And hey, if the mainstream media wants to report on our, our military being 70% obese and overweight, that 70% of our military is obese and overweight, and we have this low military uh, recruitment, maybe we should start sending FBI agents, ATF agents, IRS agents, DEA agents over on aircraft carriers side by side with military ready to fight. Maybe that needs to happen. I would be sure to lose then. It's, it's, it's bizarre world. It is. It, it really is. Before I get into a little uh, Team Trump and great things that happened over the weekend for him, like good endorsements and things, it is a win-win, 100% win-win. And Lindsey Graham. We should make Lindsey Graham like a 13-star general. If he wants to wear a leather dog mask, he can. We'll dress him up in this, like, fuchsia general uniform. And we'll send him and all the IRS agents over as a whole battalion. And he can lead them into the bombing of the Iran oil fields. There you go, Lindsay. Here you go, Lady General Lady G. Charge with 87,000 IRS agents. Here's your regiment. $14.3 billion. We will give you 87,000 armed IRS agents and General Lady G. And you guys charge into the night and get it done. He can lead the charge in high heels. <laughs> General Lady, that should be a meme hog. General Lady G leading the charge on the Iranian oil fields with 87,000 IRS agents, all wearing masks. Like how the FBI agents were wearing masks and taking the knee for George Floyd, patron faint, uh, saint of fentanyl. Lady G leading the charge, a lipstick. Like, a, yeah, that should be a meme. A meme video. Lead the charge. And then China's there with like their thousand nuclear warheads pointed at Lady G. Hey, Lady G, look over here. And he takes one right in the ass. Uh, anyway, let's check out the best cigar commercial in the world. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars. But when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars. A premium smoke for freedom-loving Patriots. 
The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot Cigars. MyPatriotCigars.com, promo code MAGA, 25% off promo code MAGA. Get some great cigars, get some merch, MyPatriotCigars.com, promo code MAGA for 25% off. Yes, we have to leave the memes to the professionals, absolutely. 100%. 100%. They always come out with some great shit. Always. The memes will win the 2024 presidential elections. That's a fact. We just have to do our part. We have to do our part and support everybody. That is what needs to happen. All right. So, let get into some, uh, some Trump stuff, and then we're going to call it quits. It's going on 9 o'clock. Uh, there was other stuff I was going to cover, but I'm going to, maybe we'll do that tomorrow. It depends on what happens in the news today because my throat is killing me and I still have to do the steak for breakfast podcast a little later on this afternoon. And, uh, there'll probably be quite a bit of talking there. <clears throat> yeah. Buck fighting. You, you, you can't get in the meme game. The meme game's sewn up. You do your, your videos for Owen Schroyer. You keep knocking them out of the park because those are getting some great, Great, great traction, which is great. Speaking of memes, um, we're going to really quick, which is, I, it just came up here. So another, what, what I thought was great, Phantom Shadow production, Dawn of the Memes, another hollow meme. Let's check it out. This is great. In a moment, might as well have power and everything. We might need it. <laughs> oh my god Ben Shapiro Dawn of the Dems Bernie. <laughs> Glitch McConnell. Retarded Shrek, Betterman. (laughs) 
Oh, you gotta love it. You gotta love it. Dawn of the Dems, Phantom Shadow, another great Hallow meme. But hey, it's Halloween. We gotta do it, right? So, all right. Donald Trump was in, uh, was he, Sioux City, Iowa over the weekend? And uh, he got... He got a great endorsement, which some people are saying that Dr. Ben Carson could make a great vice president. And I'm not going to dispute that because I, I like, I like Ben Carson a little, you know, on on the older side, he's a, he's a bit stale. He's a bit bland. However, the guy is fucking brilliant. I mean, he went from like auto mechanic to brain surgeon and he really, really, in my opinion, live the American dream. And again, showed those that say black people are so oppressed that no, you you just have to stop, um, release yourself from the white liberal extortion and exploitation that they are uh, uh, victim to constantly and take a path like, you know, Ben Carson did. Well, he came out and he gives Trump his full endorsement, which... Donald Trump and Ben Carson have become very close since they ran against each other in the in the primary back in uh, in sixteen. And they, you know, there was that one debate where they forgot to, or they they didn't mention, but they didn't introduce Ben Carson, and uh, or he didn't hear it. And then Donald Trump came out and waited and came out with him. Like that was that was really you know stand up a stand up move. However, it worked out, whichever they announced him, he didn't hear it. They didn't announce him, but that was stand up. And then, of course, he made him, you know, the secretary of uh, of HUD. And, you know, he, he served in the Trump administration. He served well. And I, I have nothing bad to say, nothing bad to say about Ben Carson. He, he's he's old school. He shares his Twitter account with his wife. Yeah, him. And yeah, all the social media, he shares it with his wife. I just... I can't, unless I'm missing something, I can't find anything bad to say about this man. And I think it's a, a pretty awesome that he served as the 17th United States Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, HUD, under the Trump administration, and he gave his full endorsement to Donald J. Trump. They, and they've, they've become close. You have Ben and Candy Carson on, on Twitter. Real Ben Carson, he shares it with his wife, his wife Candy, which he always speaks about in every every interview he does. He always speaks about. He has a little video clip of him uh, giving his endorsement. You know, Benjamin Franklin was asked in 1787 after they finished the Constitutional Convention, sir, what do we have here, a monarchy or a republic? He said, a republic if you can keep it. Yes. The way we can keep it is we can put Donald J. Trump back in office. I agree. And as I stand here today, I want to offer my most confident and full endorsement of Donald J. Trump. There it is. I think it's a great endorsement. I think it's great. I think it's great. I think it's great that he endorsed his friends, Donald Trump. I think it's an influential endorsement. I think a lot of people, I think it, I think it, um, 
I think it holds a lot of water, Ben Carson's endorsement. I do. <clears throat> I think it holds more water than if Mike Pence, who just dropped out of the race. It's not his time. It's never going to be your time, Judas Pence. You're a piece of shit. It's never going to be your time. Mike Pence was a nobody, uh, a no name in politics until Donald Trump pulled him in on the ticket. The only Mike Pence did was he brought the evangelicals to the ballot on the ticket. So otherwise, he's useless. You know, Donald Trump did say, well, Mike Pence should come out and endorse me. Where, you know, out of respect, he should, especially knowing that he would be a political nobody without Donald Trump. But I don't think Mike Pence's endorsement holds really any water, any real influence at this point in the Republican Party. Maybe among moderates, the the boomer moderate Republicans. But, I mean, I want to hear Mike Pence say it. Just, you know, take the fucking knee, you piece of shit, you backstabbing piece of shit, and endorse the guy that made you even a, a name that's heckled in politics to say that you're going to run for president. And it was never going to be Mike Pence's time. Never. That man will never, ever see the white. I will never vote for Mike Pence, no matter what. No matter when it might, he may pop up. If it's in 2028, he wants to do it again. Yeah, I would not wipe my ass with a Pence endorsement either. I would just like to see his face where he's forced to do it, though. For I don't even think he could save his own ass politically if he turned around and said, I'm going to come out in support of Donald Trump. MAGA will just not, not have like, all right, you said it, but we don't care. It doesn't save you from any future political beatings from MAGA America first ever. Mike Pence is out and he will always be out. And anyone who says, well, maybe we should accept him back. You should get the fuck out too. You should get out too. Ben Carson, to me, I, I'm, I think it's one of the greatest endorsements so far that Donald Trump has gotten. You might disagree with me, and that's okay. But I think it's, it's, it's huge. It's huge. The Mike Pence will probably, if he endorses anybody, I see him endorsing Nikki Haley. If he endorses anybody, he may just go and keep his head down for a while and not do anything. But he, um, you know, Chris Christie's still in the race. Uh, Larry Elder uh, bowed out. And what well, was that? Well, was Larry Elder running for president? He was, right? So insignificant. He was, right? Very briefly. But he came out and just uh, last week, at Mar-a-Lago, endorsed Donald Trump. All right, Larry Elder, he doesn't really hold much water with me. I mean, he's, you know, a popular talk show host, okay, but whatever. Huge following, he endorses Donald Trump. That's great, but Ben Carson, I think, supersedes that 100 times over. That's, that's my feeling. Maybe it's not everybody's feeling. Trump, while in Iowa, they were doing some polling, you know, Ron DeSantis and the DeSantards, that should be a rock group. Ronnie and the DeSantards, Rick, Ricky and the DeSantards, I think they are holding on to whatever this desperate 
you know, if polls are fake, Ron DeSantis is going to surprise everybody and he's going to win Iowa and he's going to win New Hampshire and it's going to change the game. And Donald Trump court, jail, convictions, indictments, felonies, this, that, January 6th, 14th Amendment. He's not going to be able to handle it. And Ron DeSantis is going to be the nominee. Well, if Ron DeSantis becomes the nominee because Donald Trump gets fucked, then they better get that nuke ready. Because I'll tell you, as a proud Trump supporter and proud member of the MAGA movement or whatever you want to call it, I will never vote for Ron DeSantis no matter what. If they fuck Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis by some stroke of hell on earth becomes our nominee, the Democrats want win. The Democrats win. I will not vote for Ron DeSantis. I, I won't. I will not cast my vote ever for Ron DeSantis. It is Trump and Trump only. That is it for me. And I can't, I don't like polling. But I can't fathom that every polling is fake and that every poll is poll, it has Donald Trump polling the way he is. Ron DeSantis is now getting his ass handed to him by Nikki Haley, by Bird Brain, the other one who stuck a knife in Trump's back in, in, in several places. But I like to see that because Don, Ron DeSantis is spending all of his time and money in Iowa. And here among Iowa first-time caucus goers, you have Rick DeSantis at 18%, Donald Trump at 47%. This is from the Des Moines Register. NBC News held between October 24th and 26th among Iowa first time voters. Donald Trump's holding a 47% and meatballs at 18. Now among Iowa Republican caucus goers, meatball DeSantis is at 20. Same poll, Donald Trump, 51%. Among Iowa Evangelical voters, same poll, meatball, DeSantar at 20%, Donald Trump at 47%. Uh, you know, Iowa's important, obviously, but I'm happy how that is shaping up. Obviously, we won't know until the fat ballot box sings. Everyone has to do their part. They have to do their part. Iowa, come out strong for Trump. We need you. We need New Hampshire. We need everybody. We need everybody. You know, Trump is maintaining his commanding lead in Iowa poll. And right now, Nikki Haley is tied with Ron DeSantis for second place in that same NBC Des Moines Register Mediacom survey. And Trump backers seem to remain the most committed, and he keeps getting donors now. DeSantis donors are turning their back on him, and they're turning to Trump because the choice is clear that Trump is going to win the primary. <clears throat> Loomer is a force to be reckoned with in Florida and all over the country. Her influence is carrying everywhere. People are seeing the uh, exposing of pieces of shit. She has really, really been pivotal in destroying 
and exposing Meatball for what he is and the campaign alongside the unbelievably talented Dilly Meme team. Ron DeSantis was destroyed by memes because he destroyed himself. He made it so easy. Ron DeSantis, I got to be honest with you. I was surprised how easy it was from the get-go how easy it was for between the meme team, Laura Loomer, others, with the support of people like us, how easy it was to destroy his campaign. It, was, it didn't come out strong anyway. I mean, he fucked up Twitter. You fucked up Twitter. This guy could fuck up a bologna sandwich. He could fuck up a wet dream. Everything he does from the people he surrounds himself with have been proven to be complete failures. Literally, Republicans in Florida telling him, prominent Republicans in Florida telling him, it's time to come back home, Ron. It's time to come back home and govern. You deceived enough people. This is what you were elected to do. Don't know how much respect you have left from people, but you need to come and finish out your term as governor. Ron DeSantis, in his political career after governor, I can't see him recovering from this. I cannot see him recovering his political career at all. And what's worse is I feel like people are mocking him out in the open where he's dumb enough to fall for it. Patrick Bet David had him at his box at some game. I don't know what sports game it was, nor do I give a shit. And at you know, Patrick Bet David put out a post like, oh, we're we're in good hands or whatever it is. Maybe Florida, whatever, whatever he's talking about. But then has him on his podcast and literally the cringiness level. And I didn't watch the whole thing. I'm going to. I saw some clips and actually Brendan Dilly had uh, had shared this clip. It was great. Team Trump had shared it on their Twitter. He said, oh, my God, he asked about he asked Tiny D about his lifts. And this was hilarious the way it went. I, I mean, just just watch. I'm sure your marketing team points out how they're trying to troll you in the marketplace. Okay, I'm sure they're doing that. Can you bring this one clip? This is I know you were on, uh, uh, what do you call it? On, uh, uh, what was it? Bill Maher, and Bill Maher talked about the boots. I've seen you walk with these boots. Go ahead and play this clip. This on TikTok went viral. It doesn't have a million views. It doesn't have, you know, 10 million views. This thing's got 1.2 million likes. And and some people are wondering. What are they? I don't even know. I haven't seen that. What there's. He hasn't seen this to you. Okay. What they're trying to say with this is that in your boots, you have heels. No, no, no. Yeah, those are just standard off the rack. um, Lucchese. um, How tall are you? How tall are you, Governor? How tall are you? 5'11. Okay. This is great. Why don't you wear tennis shoes and dress shoes? Uh, I do wear tennis shoes when I work out. Yeah. You do? Okay. I got a gift for you. I'd love for you to wear. Okay, I shot Look at, him. at Ferragamo. Okay. And Look at him. I don't accept gifts. I can't accept I, it. I totally get I'm it. I'm sorry. I don't accept gifts. I can't accept it. You won't even try on the show. I, I didn't see what happened after this. I'm going to watch the whole thing. I just, I, this clip has been going around. He, tell me this is not a troll. 
This has to be a troll, right? I don't even know what shoes they are. Whatever brand this is, I'm sure they're expensive. I don't accept gifts. I'm sorry. I can't accept that. This is just the amount of people that have seen this. Did they think this was going to be a win for Ron DeSantis to be on this podcast? Like how cringy he is with his stupid facial expressions and his fake smile. I would have, I cannot even believe it. And I didn't see anything that happened after this. This is the only clip I've seen from this podcast. I'm going to watch it. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, and he was called out for a shitty marketing team. All his marketing team knows how to do is attack Trump supporters, talk about uh, calling all the polls fake, and then blocking Trump supporters for then coming back with receipts. Like, no asshole, look, and then boom, blocked. I think I'm blocked by every member of the DeSantis campaign now. I mean, the the troll, they allow him to just get trolled and trolled and trolled and trolled. I'm sorry, but it it seems to me that maybe members of Biden, of uh, Rick DeSantis's campaign team or marketing team, they have to be undercover Trump supporters. They have to be undercover Trump supporters. How does a campaign like this function? How does it can't, how do they allow this to happen? How do they allow this to happen? I, I, I am beyond shocked. And then all they do is have, well, Donald Trump's going to be in jail. Donald Trump's going to be thrown off the ballot because of the 14th Amendment. And, you know, and they're trying. They're, they are trying. And that's actually the last thing I was going to get into. Because that trial in Colorado that the judge keeps fucking Trump and his ass for, saying that they're trying to throw it out, the Soros, the Soros's kick Trump off the ballot case begins with far left Democrat donor judge, who keeps shoving it up Trump's ass. The Fourteenth Amendment does not apply to what's going on with Donald Trump and his charges, even if they would have turned convictions. It doesn't stop him from running being elected, and serving as the 47th president of the United States. And read Section 3 of the 14th Amendment very slow to yourself and realize, and it's disputed, but it does not mention anything about vice president or president, just the electors of. So, and that's very debatable amongst people, amongst constitutionalists, legal scholars, and everybody else. But... There's no insurrection charges for Donald Trump. There's no seditious conspiracy. There's no aiding and abetting people who've, who've, who they say were, were part of the insurrection because no one was charged with insurrection. You have a, a, few, a handful of people that were charged with seditious conspiracy that Donald Trump had no contact with. And here you have this judge in Colorado that is working very hard and letting this trial go through, which will go to the Supreme Court because they will probably rule against Donald Trump. And they will probably attempt to take Donald Trump's name off the ballot in Colorado. And then once that happens, you will see other blue states attempt. Like, oh, there's a case. There's this precedent. Let's do it. And the Supreme Court will eventually have to get involved. The George Soros-backed Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington crew is arguing in a Colorado court this week that Section 3 of the 14th Amendment disqualifies Donald Trump from the 2024 election ballot. 
The judge overseeing the case appears to be as equally radical left and partisan as the organization crew itself. Insurrection, four years after taking an oath to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution as President of the United States, Trump tried to overthrow the results of the 2020 election. Word overthrow. It's amazing how they use that word. It's, it's, Trump tried to dispute the results of the 2020 election like a lot of people have done leading to a violent insurrection at the United States Capitol to stop the lawful transfer of power to his successor. This is what the crew lawsuit states. There was no insurrection. The FBI went on record saying that there was no insurrection. No one has been charged with insurrection. They could try to make it up, jobs dead, but the fact of the matter is there was no insurrection. It's been said by our federal intelligence agencies and law enforcement agencies. No one has been charged with insurrection. And even if they tried to give a seditious conspiracy charge, again, it's not easy. It may have been easy to prove for some redneck in, in Idaho, and it's not they didn't even prove it. It's just they were J6 prisoners, and they didn't, weren't able to have a legitimate defense. They can try all they want. The fact of the matter is he's going to win the primary and the Supreme Court will have to get involved in them taking him off the ballot in any of these states. Arizona said, the Secretary of State of Arizona said, state law prohibits, even the 14th Amendment, that we cannot remove Donald Trump off of the ballot. So it's all smoke and mirrors and bullshit. It goes on to say, by instigating this unprecedented assault on the American constitutional order, Trump violated his oath and disqualified himself under the 14th Amendment from holding public office, including the office of the president. 14th Amendment does not include the office of the president. It also does not include the office of the vice president. And that's disputable under the Constitution, to, and that is something that is going to have to be probably appealed, again, to the highest court in the land, to decide about, well, what covers the 14th Amendment, but then figure out what the charges, convictions, or whatever it is. The House impeached him for it. The Senate acquitted him for it. So they are throwing anything at the wall that they can because they are terrified of this man getting back into office. We've never seen anything like this in our fucking history. Nothing like this. This is all uncharted territory. Nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. People are sitting on the right side of history. People are sitting on the wrong side of history. People are trying to make up history because of their feelings. It's all bullshit. During Trump's presidency, Crew waged a, champ, a campaign of frivolous lawsuits against the president and those who served his administration. Often, the lawsuits was, would use tortured interpretations of obscure constitutional provisions in the hopes of finding a silver bullet. They think this is another silver bullet that would remove either Trump himself or his appointees from office. The Soros-backed group, group's novel legal arguments failed to sway any judges at the time, but a rigorous effort of venue shopping landed crew a friendly judge in Colorado, it appears. They're shopping 
jurisdictions to see where they can get a Trump-hating judge to go along with seeing their case and possibly being on board. Judge Sarah Wallace, leftist, Democrat donor, Colorado District Judge Sarah B. Wallace, who will hear the case this week. They've already, I think they went three times to try to get this case thrown out, and all three times they're like, nope, it's good enough to go back to, to go to trial. This judge, Judge Sarah Wallace, has a history of making partisan liberal political donations and has openly expressed disdain for former, former President Donald Trump, just like all the other judges, just like the judge in, in D.C., that Obama-loving Jamaican judge. Wallace, appointed by a Democrat governor, is a financial backer of the far-left Colorado Turncoat Project, CTP, an organization dedicated to preventing politicians who refuse to condemn the political extremists who stormed the United States Capitol on January 6, 2021. She's a financial backer of an organization that are preventing politicians from holding office because of what happened at the Capitol on January 6th, who is now overseeing a case whether Donald Trump can be on a ballot if he if he is, can be disqualified under the 14th Amendment because of what happened on January 6th. How is this judge allowed to sit on this case? This is a straightforward conflict of interest. It is unethical. Again, this organization that she gives money to, the Colorado Turncoat Project, an organization dedicated to preventing politicians who refuse to condemn the political extremists who stormed the U.S. Capitol on January 6th from holding office. Wallace donated to the CTP as recently as last year. Campaign finance records show Judge Wallace also made campaign contributions to Senator Amy Klobuchar, Senator Raphael Warnock, the Colorado Democrat Party, and former Senator Doug Jones, and Jamie Harrison, a failed Democrat candidate for U.S. Senate in South Carolina, who now runs the DNC for the Democrats. Crew, meanwhile, is a member of the Democrat dark money cartel overseen by Arabella Advisors and their network of nonprofits that serve as clearinghouses for contributions made by far-left foundations and liberal billionaires. Just giving money to all these Trump-hating far-left Democrats and organizations. The goal, the goal, keeping Trump off the ballot. The 14th Amendment argument being brought by Crew against former President Donald Trump is a novel legal theory that has been met with little enthusiasm by election officials and legal scholars in other states so far. This past August, New Hampshire Secretary of State David Scanlon brushed aside the idea Trump is disqualified from the ballot by the 14th Amendment. Scanlon said Trump would appear on the New Hampshire ballot along with the other qualifying candidates. Stephen Calabrese, a law professor who co-founded the Federalist Society and the originator of the argument claiming the 14th Amendment disqualifies Trump from the ballot, now says his idea and interpretation of the constitutional provision are wrong realizing the 14th Amendment does not apply to President of the United States. Calabrese points to the fact that Section 3 of the 14th Amendment specifically disqualifies officers of the United States who have taken and betrayed an oath to uphold the Constitution. According to Calabrese, the President or the Vice President 
are not disqualified under this provision as they are officials vested by the Constitution to appoint said officers and not officers themselves. Judge Wiles has denied five separate motions. Oh, I thought it was three. Five separate motions by former President Trump's legal team to dismiss the case so far. The trial, which begins today, which was yesterday, is expected to last the entire week. If crew prevails, it would likely be appealed all the way, all the way to the United States Supreme Court. They want Trump off the ballot. They want Trump off the face of the earth. They want Trump dead. They want Trump in prison. They want him not to set foot in the Oval Office ever again. Yeah, Arabella. It's a whole conglomerate. Conglomerate. Here, since yeah, this is Arabella. Here you go. Foreign billionaire. This is an article from National Pulse four months ago. Foreign billionaire exploits loopholes to give half a billion to U.S. far left. A Swiss billionaire has been exploiting a foreign influence loophole, allowing him to avoid federal bans on foreign influence in American elections. Hans-Jorg Weiss, who founded uh, Synthes US, USA before selling it to Johnson & Johnson for $20 billion, has donated upwards to $475 million in an effort to reinterpret the American Constitution in the light of progressive politics. And it goes on and on about this dark money and foreign influence into our election system from the far left. This will probably maybe go into play with Donald Trump's supposed classified information of of foreign uh, election interference that he wants to bring to his January 6th case. And most likely that judge will not allow as a defense in her courtroom. I mean, it's sick. All funded by George Soros and his cohorts. Keep Trump off the ballot the best we can. It's crazy. It's evil. This is what they're going to do, and they're not going to stop. They're going to see what kind of judgment they get on their case in Colorado. If they get a good one for them and a win for them, it has to be appealed. If they are successful in removing Trump's name off a ballot in one state, they're going to try it in others that are governed by blue, Democrat, evil scumbags. That's what they're going to do. Let's check out another hollow meme. nothing good about these people. They're all after Lady Liberty. from the Christian 
The US government has issued a recommendation that almost all US citizens get annual coronavirus vaccine shots. The advice comes as US hospitalizations for coronavirus are on the increase. Vaccine shots for children as young as six months have been approved by the US Food and Drug Administration. Try some. It's the best thing you can do for demise. <laughs> Ugh, don't get the clot shot. Maga Devil Dog, Brandy with a B, and Lauren E from the Dilly Bean team. Another great hollow meme. They're so great. I love them. I love them all. They're great. Anyway, that's about it. We're gonna uh, we're gonna wrap it up. It is yeah, going on nine thirty. Listen. No We The People Radio tonight. It's Halloween. Go enjoy it with your family, with your kids, your nieces, your nephews, whatever it is. Get some trick-or-treating in. Tonight in New York on Long Island, it's going to be like 34 degrees. I'm not looking forward to that. It's like winter is here already. Hit the like. Hit the follow. Hit the thumbs up. Do me a favor. Share the link on your social medias. Help juice the algorithm. Again, if you're not following Steak for Breakfast, follow them and check out their episode uh, later on this afternoon on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, I'll be on it. We're going to have some uh, good guests I'll be covering for the news over on Steak for Breakfast podcast. I will be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. As always, MAGA Hat stays on. I'll see you tomorrow.